Oh my god, Dancing. 10 episodes. We are family. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got all my sisters with me. Welcome to episode 10 of The, the Big Gay Ordeal with Quaylon James and Misha. This is the podcast where we talk about the ordeal of being gay and the champagne problems that go with it. If you have a drama you need our help with, get in touch and we'll decide ordeal or no ordeal. Follow us on Instagram at The Big Gay Ordeal or email us directly at thebiggayordeal at gmail.com. Now, I've had a great week, but you lads, oh, you, you went hardcore. Myself and Sean took ourselves to jolly old London town. We did, to my hometown of London, innit? Sort of cut roads, darling. Yeah. <laughs> Just around the corner from Oxford Street, innit? <laughs> See it, say it, sort it, innit? In it. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Sponsored by Transport of London. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we had a whale of a time. It was great to have a short week in work, mm-hmm. um, although we were like... Little Duracell bunnies yeah. trying to wrap up all of her yeah. week's work yeah. in three days. But then, yeah, anyway. over to London to see Beyonce. Oh, 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 no, no. I called her Bay once. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like? Rate it out of 10. Honestly, James is a massive fan. Yeah. So this spoke. is my seventh time seeing her. Oh, my God. The production was unbelievable. Yeah. But I think the best part was seeing his little face see Beyonce for the first time. (laughs) Like, I'm not... I Before, I was not as big a fan as James was. And we've obviously spoken about the ordeal of the cost of the tickets. Um, Yeah. yeah. So I was like, this... You know, a concert needs to come with a blowjob mm. and a yeah. the bum to be worth <laughs> half the price. But it was phenomenal, honestly. One of, like, probably the best concert I've <gasps> ever been to. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. just because everything, like, was, was electrifying. Amazing. Like, yeah. even the transitions between songs, mm. you know, when she left for her outfit change and the dancers were still there and the visuals. Yeah. Like, everything was thought about. Like, we didn't go to the toilet once. Nope. We got a drink at the beginning and then we didn't even go back for a second drink because oh, neither of us wanted to miss anything. I will say it was touch and go for a little minute. Oh. Because there was this group of, there was this family that were ahead of us. It was Either the man, yeah. the mom, and the daughter. And it was like lovely to see them there. You know, Generational. Yeah, generational. You were, you were standing in the middle of this family. I know, they were in front of us. <laughs> oh, right. We were like, oh, they're lovely. But then there was this couple that were like, you know, they were, they were just, you know, having a whale of a time. Yeah, two girlies. And then there was three Cowboy hats in tow. Was, and yeah. yeah, they just had no respect for the fact that, you know, everyone's there to enjoy themselves. Right. All they cared about was their own enjoyment. Mm. We're videoing each other. We're like pushing people out of the way to make space for their dancing, for their videos and stuff. Oh my God. They were dancing onto this mam, like daughter and grand. Mm. And I was just like, no, I'm not having this. Oh and my God. The, the, the daughter was like, what? She was like 15, 16. Yeah, and, but she was very really shy, timid. Yeah, really, really timid. timid yeah. Uh, and so was actually the mom. And yeah. The mom, in fairness. Because like, they timid kept rolling their eyes at me about these girls, but I was like, do something about <laughs> it. Yeah. So I grabbed one of them and reefed her out of it. You did? did you? Yeah, you really did? Moved on. Yeah. yeah. I, I kept, like, every time she came near, because like, then the people were having to back up onto us. So well, no, no. You oh, God, how annoying are these? Was, he kind of like stepped in front, didn't he, of the mom? Yeah, I was just like, sorry, could you just move for a sec? And they moved, and I just grabbed her and pulled her, and I was like, we're all trying to enjoy ourselves here! <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Now, a part of me thought, oh, God, I wish we did get there early, because we had early access. Yeah. But sorry, standing there for that, like, we were standing oh, yeah. for, like, three four, and a half hours. Five, four hours. The whole like, waiting and all. Yeah, like, yeah. Four and a half, five hours. But well, you're wearing your good shoes. 
our feet oh, were broken. Comfy, com- like we wore comfy shoes because we knew we'd be standing. Feet yeah, yeah. were broken. Like That's we, a long show. We were like she stopping sang. on stairs to stretch out the yeah. heel, like the base of our feet and everything. Was she gone. sang for three hours. Yeah, yeah fair play. And right. the outfit chains were, I heard someone saying they took forever and I was like, no, they didn't. They didn't. It was very quick. Very quick. The transitions were amazing. Blue Ivy was there, 11 years old, dancing on the yeah. main stage. Oh, was she? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's giving it all. And, and she Beyonce was like, this is my blood. And it was just like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> and she grown out of her father's face yet? Yeah. Yes. Oh, she has. oh my God, thank God. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah. Money makes you beautiful. Sorry, it was Beyonce. touch and go now for a bit. Remember, she kind of disappeared for a while. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wonder where she went. Mm. You know, I was like, is this the same Blue Ivy? <laughs> <laughs> it's Cerulean Ivy. No, this isn't Blue Ivy. <laughs> Uzempe <laughs> Ivy. Cerulean. <laughs> uh, oh, nice it was one. So, and she, she did a lovely tribute to mm. Tina Turner. She did. Oh, that I did see that now. Listen. I've seen the whole show on TikTok, to be honest with you. Yeah. yeah. I, think, like, I think the world has. Yeah. <laughs> and if we haven't said it already, massive fans of Tina Turner here on the pod. Oh. And like... Devastating know, loss. Yeah. We were texting about it the minute we heard. I had to call my mom. We had a little cry off together. Like, uh, you know, big love to Tina Turner. Go on, Tina. Yeah. So, Beyonce, done and dusted. Unreal. Then... I took myself onto the little flight and joined my boys over in London for Hoopla. So Mighty Hoopla, like we were saying before, this is an LGBT um, festival. It's two days. We do the one that we do in January as well, which is a weekender. Um, And it was great crack. We saw like Kelly Rowland. We saw Roisin Murphy. We saw Jake Shears. Oh, yeah. Khalees. Khalees. Samantha Mumba. Samantha Mumba. Give me, Sean, give me your top two. Okay, my top Two. Oh god, so hard because there was maybe so maybe many. three then. Okay, so yeah. my top three would be Kelly Rowland was number one. Okay, yeah, she was amazing. She yeah. was number two would be um, years and years. Okay, and then number three would be Samantha fucking Mumba who yeah. fucking took the house down. <laughs> <laughs> James, go. So Kelly for me, gorgeous model queen. She looked unreal. And then it had to be Miss Mumba. And oh, I think it might have to be years and years. He was incredible. Um, okay, so mine, number right? one, it would be Roisin Murphy. And I have to say Samantha Mumba as well. Yeah. So I just bad. thought the production, she put money behind yeah. it. But yeah, we all had a great time, didn't we? It nice. was phenomenal. A successful week. Back to reality now. Oh God, yeah. Hit me in the face. Right, so speaking of like hoopla and going out and having a good time... I feel I don't like really know a lot about that going out and having a good time <laughs> with your hoopla. Yeah, <laughs> if you didn't get hooped on the weekend, what did you do? Um, but like, this is me and get a little bit serious now. Oh. Oh. So like, I love to go out and have a great time. Do it you? was like January as well when we went out and we went off to London, went to the similar thing, and it's like this is amazing. I'm up in the morning, like I was saying in the last episode, and you're like at it. Let's go out, drinks, fun times. It's actually just dawned on me there. I had a bit of a reality check on the train down here today. And even yesterday, I was a bit like, oh, go on. I don't know. That's kind of odd now. So I can wake up. There was no hangovers. It was like session. Let's keep going. Party. There was the after parties. Now, it's just like drinks and dancing around. It was all very harmless crack. But mm-hmm. like, it is kind of freaking me out a little bit how I don't know when to stop. And that like not having a hangover or... You know, just kind of been like, okay, cool. I'm going to stay a little bit longer in London and I'm going to go out and have more drinks. And then even this morning I woke up and I was just like, oh God, I could easily go out now again. And it's like, Jesus, that's so unhealthy. I think mind and body. And I think I don't know when to stop the party. 
And mm-hmm. it's like, I think I'm going to take a little step back from drinking as much. Oh. Mm. Is that interesting? Well, I was, that is I, interesting. I was just scrolling through to try to find oh a message. Because <laughs> me and Sean are very similar when we go out. Um, it's the next day. We love a little lion. Oh, yeah. I need to sleep. We need we need the sleep. We need we need the Zeds. Yeah. And it was um if you don't, do you don't do you mind me saying what time no. it is? No. Oh god, what time is it? Ten thirty three with the whole pitcher of pint of beer. <laughs> pints anyone? Pints. <laughs> I was like Because I was up at seven AM every yeah, morning. The first message was yeah. from quarter past seven. I was like I woke up because I was like, my phone's going off. I was like, oh no, I've slept until like 4pm or something. <laughs> which no. wouldn't be unlikely. Um, <laughs> but I was like, oh no, it's quarter past 7am. And Quaylon is up being like, morning everyone. Yeah. I was like, die. Like, oh, you, need, you need to be taken into a lab yep. and dissected. And like, but you are the <laughs> cure for like a lot of ailments in the world, I think. Like, He's a I human want to, yeah, I want a blood transfusion of Quaylon's blood put into me because I think that like it would just heal all my wounds. Oh my God, we should do it at the weekend. Instead of a vitamin hit, we just get you know, a well, transfusion from you. <laughs> oh my God. Just leave, you'd be fine. Somehow you'd yeah. be grand. You would. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah just, I don't know whether it's like I'm overthinking or going, oh my God, Quaylon, embrace it. Have a laugh. That's great. Or a bit like, mm, is there an issue there? I definitely don't think there's an, no. Like, am I just having a, a feel sorry for me moment? Yeah, you've yeah, just been you've on the wild weekend. I've been on the wild weekend for days, and you're in the depths today. But yeah, yeah you, I'm not even hungover today. No, but you're tired though. Tell you, you need to. Yeah, my brain's tired. tired. Like you're mentally tired. You had a wild weekend, lots of fun, lots of interaction. Lot, you know, you need a bit of a break. Oh my god! Yeah, well, like, am I, I also, talking pure nonsense here? I asked no. Like I think, no. listen, you're checking in on yourself. And yeah, I think that that's always a good thing to do. Very and I healthy. Think that you're also like comparing yourself to maybe me and James, who you know mm. wrapped it up a day earlier and needed yeah. to sleep in till a certain <laughs> point of time. But like, because I'm just, not old. <laughs> but it's also like everyone's different. Like yeah, yeah. You you obviously have a much higher metabolism, I would say, than myself yeah. and James. So you burn through the alcohol quicker. You recover quicker. No, I, I am sitting here with a large glass of white wine. Yeah, fair play to you. <laughs> Yeah, Much no, needed. No, but I just mean that, like, but you're not going to be out till five a.m. and then wake up at yeah, seven. Sure. Going, sure, we'll do it all over again. I think Quaylon just recovers a lot quicker. You, you do, know? you do. Whereas the two of us, it takes us a little longer to like bounce back. Especially, yeah, fair. Especially me. Yeah, like I will put my hands up and be like, "Listen, I'm." That's crazy. Days but, yeah, but you know yourself. We've all we've all had those moments, haven't we? Where you've like checked in yourself and been like, "Right." Alcohol, my friend. Let's just have a little break, shall we? Yeah. You know, let's like reassess the situation. We've all been there, like especially the the madness we've all had the last eighteen, nineteen months, whatever it is. You know, we've all had a wild night where, you know, I especially me have been like fell asleep in some pole outside, you know, the George. <laughs> taxi drivers had to like take me home. You know what I mean? Because I've been so comatose. Oh my god, gas. Yeah. But I think <laughs> I can... four or five a.m. <laughs> Sonny, you okay? Uh... <laughs> Okay, maybe I'm just overthinking it all. Mm. And also, like, I was in London, I was having such a good time. And I, I get it in my head. That's not real life, though. No. no. Like, us going out and partying and having a good time. Like, I I literally, like, want to stand there in the middle of that field and cry because I'm so happy. Yeah, like, you mentioned this a few times when we were away. Yeah. Like, you know, you kind of suck your tongue and, you know, shake your head and be like, God, 
you know what am I doing in Dublin yeah should yeah. I be back in, yeah. in, in, in London you know living mm. the best life but when you're over in those places it's so for easy holiday, like. it's concentrated yeah. Yeah. yeah but you romanticise it you're there yeah. on a holiday you can sleep until when you want you can yeah. go there to party and have a good time you can get up whenever you want the weather was stunning <laughs> you know and there's so much to do yeah. and see yeah but you forget all of the cons. I and, know. You know, we you see. don't remember the good things about no. being in Dublin. Yeah. Because when you lived in London, you did constantly say to people, I'm from the Emerald Isle. I know. Ireland <laughs> is the lush green <laughs> land of hope. I yeah. did every day, yeah. practically. Land near. <laughs> but I think, oh, I, I think I even said to you, it was like, Whenever we got off the train, we were on Clapham and walking through and be like, oh God, I really just miss like the hustle and bustle and yeah. like, the trains and seeing everything and the architecture and just all those basic, simple things. And then after you do the second train, you're like, I fucking hate this place. I hate waiting around to hit all the people. That's why we've just got taxis for the whole day because it just takes forever to get anywhere in fucking London. Even yeah, if you're true. crossing a short distance oh. of time, the way yeah. they've built their roads, it's like, ah, oh, I have to try 50 miles out of the city to get two miles down the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, what? That makes no sense. I know, I know. That is the, that's the worst part about yeah. London and that's why because I had friends all over the place and it took me two, three, four hours sometimes to get places because it's just painful. That's so true. Different if you have people inside central London but another Nobody. thing that I really just couldn't stand and I just I forgot how much it really gets me and I just can't stand it's because everyone's so nice here in, in Ireland yeah. especially in Dublin you literally talk to anyone yeah, yeah, yeah. for the crack London they're just all clicky click 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 clicks Yeah. and if you're not part of that scene if you don't look like this so you don't fit into that mould they just don't want to know. And that's totally fine because it's so fucking busy. There's so many people. Did you say, are you saying it's about like the actual festival and like, oh yeah, even like oh. LGBT clicks? Or are you yeah, talking about yeah. like just in general public? Oh, uh, both. Mm. But especially like, in the LGBT, sorry, LGBTQ plus community in London, it's very tightly knit. Yeah. Like, like when you think about it, the two big groups people that we got speaking to on the Friday were girls. What, no, it was a, a straight girl group. And then I got talking to a straight boy group. Oh, really? And like, they were the majority of the people that we spoke to. And we had a fucking yeah. whale of a time with them. Yeah, yeah. But they were more friendly than the oh, LGBT no. groups. Yeah. No, not that, like, and listen, we got speaking to, I got speaking to a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. You'd compliment people and you'd get talking to people at the bar. And All stuff. my fans were lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, it, I, and I even just, but like versus, it. it's much harder to get yeah, to versus like Butlins, like we were chatting to everyone in Butlins because yeah. it's definitely a wider mix down there. Oh, it's where all the loonies go. Yeah, we love yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where we belong. We're, we're, yeah, we're part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, I've noticed a difference. I was in Manchester, wasn't I, like a few weeks ago, even a couple of months ago, and everyone was so nice up there. Mm. Like it's definitely a London concentrated issue. Yeah, I can see that. I think it's going to just chat to anyone and even if they don't talk back, I still talk at them, so it's fine. <laughs> what I think about what you were saying earlier about mm. like taking it too far or whatever, something I think to be like conscious of, and even for all of us, like I don't know if you guys have, have done it since we went back, but check the bank balance oh, no. after that. Oh no. It's shocking. It was like was shocking. Like a no. like start of the month. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. I was like, but I feel like today oh. I was having a little bit of a midlife crisis because I was like, there could be job opportunities in london for me easily yeah and then i'm like oh but then i have my lovely apartment here i've got the great podcast i've got my nice friends group that i've got here now yeah. where there's really practically no one in london anymore we'll be starting yeah. over again yeah so it's your family of, here as well i know so just like in turmoil i was like ah, and, and then for myself and like i know we were away but um what was it what was the festival that was here Forbidden, forbidden fruit, forbidden fruit, fruit yeah. And that that looked, lit. Lit. It looked insane. Everyone I know was there. Yeah. Who was the playing? Weather. 
Um, uh, Jazzy was playing. Jazzy was Jazzy. there. Um, Eric. Step by step when you're moving in. Oh my God, cool. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Eric Price. Lo- yeah, there's a load of big DJs. Okay, cool. Um, but sorry, when the mm. weather is this good. Oh my, when yeah. the weather's good, anywhere is great. Oh no, yeah. I, no, yeah. no, no, no I take that back. No, no. You're to like, Birmingham. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I always say there's nowhere better. And I've been around the world and I, I, I <laughs> know that there's nowhere better than Ireland in the sunshine. Yeah, Everyone, every fucker in this country is so nice. Everyone's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. So no, nice. it's. Oh my God, I'm at 360 now. I'm like, I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shading myself to like, I'm a pole outside in the street. <laughs> but honestly, it's, it, it's the people yeah. Yeah. that you're with that make it a place. It's yeah. not. You know the place. And yeah, I was having the crackers with yeah. you guys, and we're like, we were together all the time. Which, like, in my head, I'm like, this is brilliant. Mm. And London is literally just a flight across the water. Like, I know, yeah, so Easy. so true. Yeah, and we can just, we just, just all we need to do is do more of that, more trips. Yeah. you know, over to the UK, yeah. more world weekends. So you think my the ordeal or the no ordeal is like my ability to be a full time mad bastard is not actually a problem. I think that you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. But you're doing Girl. it. Like, I think there was no need to stay yesterday. Quaylon was supposed to be coming home with us uh, uh, on time? a flight to Dublin at three o'clock on Monday. Yes, but I... But he had already... Thought he'd, he'd, he'd got a flight. Oh, yeah. He also thought the flight was at five because it's a 24-hour clock. Strikes again. <laughs> Strikes again. Thirteen hundred. Literally, I was sitting having breakfast... Um, I didn't have a pint actually that time and um, Maeve was like what time is your flight and I was like oh it's 15 like 5 o'clock and she was just like that's 3 o'clock I was like, I was like you're, I'm actually furious with myself I was like are you serious I've taught him nothing ladies and, and gents then, boys and girls nothing I did originally have a flight back to Cork because I booked my flights really late so it was like ridiculously priced so I was like oh I'll just go back to Cork where, where Maeve my friend lives and then because I've got the next day off anyway so it's fine and once I found out that it was the three o'clock and then I found out that uh, Chris, our friend that we met at the original Hoopla, was going to come into London and meet us, I was like, I'm going nowhere. Mm. Now, I should have definitely been on that flight and came home. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is not because like your drinking is never an issue. You're no. never a problem. You're never aggressive. You never miss anything. No. Like you don't let people down or anything yeah. like that. But just from a like wallet impact perspective, <laughs> I was like, okay. Sometimes you've got to draw the line. Yeah. Uh, protect your the old fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that one day is five days in Dublin. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, and it definitely was. Mm. Shocking. Oh, and then we can say a big shout out to Kieran, Maeve, Chris, the whole squad. They were so much fun as well, weren't they? Yeah. yeah it was so good. Yeah, big love to all of them. It's like we're making a little hoopla family. Yeah. yeah. I really, I really I love, love that. <laughs> it's so fun. I'm like, January cannot come quick enough. I know. <laughs> come on. And tickets went on sale today for the 2024, of 2024 the summer yeah, one. Done. So we done will be getting them for sure. Um, for sure. Okay, cool. So I'm having a, a very, very early midlife yeah. crisis. Yeah. You are just on the DTs now after having a mad bastard weekend where yeah. you've got absolutely nothing to worry about. Okay, fine. We'll f- give you all the cuddles later and tell you how pretty and amazing <laughs> you are. Oh, I'm not pretty today, that's for sure. <laughs> Ooh, Always. Far from it. Um, okay, amazing. Thanks, guys. Not an ordeal at all. Yay. <sighs> so we talked about last week, the debauchery. Did I say that right? Debauchery. Yeah, debauchery. 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 <laughs> debauchery. Of, of <laughs> Mr. Schofield this morning. It's continued and yeah. continued and continued. And it's really bad that I'm like eating it all up. 
it's just like constant. It's like every article on the Daily Mail is Holly's face, his face, Holly's face. I think people are going to get sick of it very Amy's quickly face. now. I'm like, it's, it's insane. Actually, like, have you guys seen the um, Apple show, The Morning Show? Oh, yes. I love it. It's with, very like that. Yeah, actually, with yeah. Reese Witherspoon. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. Jeff Corral. It's very it's good. It's like a true version yeah. of that. Like it's, I'm like, this is insane. It's obvious that he has no one no. representing him now. Because oh, God, messy. feel like, but I, oh, like, I can't feel sorry. I know. At the same it's time, just... when you actually look at the facts and, you know, you look at what society has has accepted yeah. in other cases. Like, yeah. You know, Cheryl and Liam and... Harry and Caroline, um, Caroline and, and stuff. You know, what they did wasn't right because he was mm. married. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's not fair on his family and his wife. Mm-hmm. But that's no one's business, really, no. at the end of the day. That's up to him. Yeah. And, you know, should he have lost his job, his standing in the community, you know, his public image? You know, I, I think that's taken it way too yeah, far. I definitely mm. still think there's something under the bonnet though with ITV and him. And did he have something on ITV? Is that why he was so protected? It definitely dodgy, dodgy, dodgy stuff has happened or has happened or is happening with either the young one when he was younger, with Philip or with someone else within <coughs> ITV itself. Yeah, but I also think that if there was a to- if there was some kind of toxic environment in ITV, it's not one person's oh, fault. No. If there is a toxic, if there's a, you know, a culture of that, then yeah. it has been allowed it's to bred, fester yeah, and it's been yeah. allowed to breed. Yeah. And that is not just down to one person. No. But, I, but my topic was today was about breakups and um, I know that we've all kind of dabbled in dating. Um, Quentin had a partner and you broke up and sadly uh, myself and my partner broke up. We were together for about five months and it yeah. uh, just wasn't the right fit, unfortunately. So we're all single boys now, Hot girl summer. Yes. <laughs> oh God. And uh, we're going to have a nice fun time, aren't we, lads? Yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, but, you know, just to check in with both of you, you know, how are you both doing? How are you feeling? Yeah, um, it was a hard decision. Um, still really care for him. Um, but it just wasn't the right fit. And it wasn't the commute, it wasn't the distance. It just, it just wasn't a match, unfortunately. You know, we just... You have to give it time to be able to read it. Exactly. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, so five months together... Did the whole commute thing, which was actually grand. And definitely something I'd be open for in the future. Oh, God, Please, God, don't yeah. ever do that. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't a fan of it. No, yeah, but I'm um, not great now. <laughs> it's hard to pin me down sometimes. <laughs> uh, at the best time, anyway. But no, I uh, <laughs> wish him all the best and send all the love. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Nice. But I did bring into my thing about sort of like the ordeal of breaking up or Ooh. being broken up with. Okay. And just like some... Quick fire questions. I'll give you a couple and we'll kind of revisit them. So like okay. your best breakup, your worst breakup that you've had. I know they all can't be great, but there's definitely a few worse ones in there. Another one that we had was um, how to break up with someone respectfully. Is it over the phone? Is it in oh. person? Mm. So we'll go, we'll, let's go back to that. What's your worst breakup then? Or if you broke up with someone and they've been really devastated? Give me some tea. Give me some juice. Well, that is, like, I, I, I suppose you can look at it from, like, so many different perspectives, because, you know, there's definitely times where even, even if it's not a breakup, like, Mm. if you declare your love for someone and they don't declare it back, you know, that happened to me before, and that was probably the most, like, one of the most emotionally devastating things that I ever felt and it was you know like we touched on this last week as well but that first kind of love yeah. infatuation that you feel you know yeah you and did that person lead you on to make you feel like it was mutual um not like 
Because it's a brave thing to be doing if you're not, mm. like, they're definitely going to say it back to me. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know if they were going to say it back to me. Oh, you, know, you just said take it you. So you know, what, you, you, you like were together right and you wanted to do it. Quite long. They were together for like two weeks and it was just obsessed. Oh my God, fucking <laughs> gas. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was just, a, you know, uh, oh, it was just a situation. And, oh my God. Oh, yeah. you're cringing. You're I'm cringing. cringing. He did just, a you. He made him his screensaver. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, not at all. But. Well, just don't show the person you've met up with for the first time. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, yeah it, it it that was devastating oh, for me, and worse. you know, I couldn't. The guy was also a friend as well as someone that oh. you know is romantically oh, wow. interested. Wow, goes a Um, so punch yeah, in the gut, it, you know, punch in the gut. Yeah, you know that person is going to be mm. around, but you can't be around them because you need to process yeah. your feelings yeah. and try and put some space between you so you can move on. So that was. Really, yeah. really difficult. I've had it once where, like, I've said it, but then, like, he was just said, I'm deathly falling, but I'm not there yet. Okay. At least that was something I was able to process and be like, oh, no, gosh. okay, we're on a journey. Yeah. <laughs> but we're, we'll get there eventually. For, for, <laughs> for, like, that's what I was kind of trying to allude to earlier. When that was m- the, the worst breakup for me, like, breakup kind of situation yeah. where I felt... Awful. Yeah, like you know, I felt physically ill yeah. for so long oh afterwards. God. You know, where you feel like you can't breathe sometimes because you're like, yeah, yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah. But then I've also had the other kind of flip of the coin where you end it with someone mm. and they don't take it well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you're like, this is equally yeah not great. Yeah, I mm. had that situation. A little flashback there after my psychotic little break with um, that first boyfriend I was talking yeah. about uh, last week. The revenge. Um, the revenge guy. I started like going to this bar and meeting this guy and he was like a bar manager and I could be getting all the free drinks. Oh my God, that's where it all happened. That's all started from then. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I was being treated really well. It was, it was really good fun. It was a different type of thing. But then like I just was not really into it then after a while. So mm. I like respectfully was just like, oh, you know, I don't Thank think for so me. Much. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Well, the calls, the like turning up on my door, I knocking. I with you. Like I was now he was in his 30s mm. and I was very young. Yeah. Not Philip Schofield for vibes <laughs> now. But um, like, I don't know, I felt like he was infatuated a little bit and he was like, I'll meet you in the park at this time. And then he'd be like, you haven't left your house. And he was like practically stalking. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So like that was a bit of a hard breakup yeah. because I was a bit like, oh my God, get away from me. So I went from like, you know, going, oh, thank you so much. I had a great time together. But yeah, not for me to Jesus Christ, get away from me, you absolute lunatic. Yeah. And then, apart from that, then every other boyfriend breakup has been absolutely horrific. <laughs> <laughs> horrific! I think my first, I was the one that was devastated. I mean, like, I remember, like, being in the disabled bathroom, crying on the floor in school. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Like, in uni, yeah. In school? In uni, sorry. Oh, uni. Um, yeah. And then the last, oh, God. He won't mind me telling the telling story. Um, it was with the older gent that I was with yes. for a few years. And um, we got back from New York, and I just knew that it wasn't the right... It just had to end. I was done. I was just really unhappy. And we went into the depths of COVID. It was St. Paddy's, got back, and it was right right into COVID. And I broke up with him. I was like, I need to use this as like the right moment to give ourselves space and really think about things. But I did have the benefit of distance. He was still in London, and I was in Dublin. Yeah. Now, he didn't process it very well. Mm. And we're there like maybe three weeks in, still rationing the toilet paper and trying to fight for <laughs> rice and pasta. Oh, God. And... Um, <laughs> Ding dong. <laughs> I went to the door thinking it was the postman. I was on a work call 
like we're trying to pretend to do stuff because we were trying to create something fabulous during yeah. COVID to try yeah. kill the kill, kill some time. But it was still a big meeting. Okay. And it only just started. And who the fuck was at the door? He was there. Oh He'd fly over during COVID, used his like I'm um, cabin crew pass oh my to get God. through customs and shit. Was at my fucking door. Three weeks into the depths of hell hole COVID vibes. And what like oh. with a suitcase? And a ring? With a backpack. Did he no, 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 God, no. He was just, he was so upset and like, I could tell he like lost weight even in three oh. weeks and it was oh. devastating to see. But I was like, I can't deal with this right now. I'm in a work meeting. I just left the door open and went back to the kitchen and closed <gasps> the door. <laughs> but like in fairness, you were working. Um, oh yeah, it was very sad, but he just needed some closure. And obviously with the distance and COVID and being alone, it wasn't very good. So it was nice and that was all lovely. So and we he stayed? He stayed for the night, yeah, yeah, and we had food, and we talked about things, and why I couldn't do it anymore, and uh, we kind of agreed that it was the right thing to do. So closure. It was closure. That's probably all he needed. It was closure. <coughs> and I still love him. We see him. We talk to him all the time, so it was nice. Ah. Yeah, yeah. When I had one of my first breakups where I broke up with the person, yeah. um, he was this older guy, he, not crazy old, but like he was older than me. I was 20, and he would have been, I don't know, maybe like, Late twenties, early thirties, probably early thirties, and he was. I was really reaching for the stars. I was like, "Oh, he's going to be 50. <laughs> and he was um, a social worker. Mad for the old people, aren't we? Yes, ma'am. And when, <laughs> when Danny, <laughs> he was the first person that I was dating that I had an argument with. Okay. And like really? that just Jesus. really triggered didn't settle well with oh, me. Okay. You know um what what had happened <laughs> was i had gone for dinner with my friend and he was coming to collect me and we were going to go i was going to go back to his afterwards but i was in street 66 back then it was the lounge and <laughs> it's, 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 it is a black hole of no reception so he was outside that is so true he was outside calling but i was like no i'm waiting for the call and then he went and parked and came and got me but like lost it when he came and got me and oh. i was just like not for me yeah i was like nope that's just that's just turned me right off you there yeah, yeah, now. It made me not feel safe. <laughs> yeah, and so I was kind of like, you know, I need to give this some time because like you should be able to have like a healthy disagreement with your partner. We had an argument, and I yeah couldn't move past it. So literally like two weeks later, I was like, okay, I was like, listen, I've thought a lot know. about this. I really didn't like that interaction for X, Y, and Z reason, and for that, like, I'm going to bow out of this. Peace. And he was like, no. No, I appreciate you saying it, but we're going to stay together. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, okay. just decided for you. I appreciate that you appreciate <laughs> that uh, I said this to you, and I appreciate that you wanted to stay together. <laughs> but I will but return I, that back yeah. to you. <laughs> I have thought about I your counter offer, yeah. and I'm coming back with a flat no. And, and it's non refundable. Yeah, so this went on for a few days. Oh God, no. like, you know, and then he kind of turned a bit nasty and was like, you no. know, I've psychologically profiled you. I'm oh, a social worker. You know, I can tell that you need help with like X, Y, and Z. And I'm willing to take tell that on. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you're crazy. <laughs> and I'm not willing Girl, to. Girl, you're crazy. I am. Um, and then he dated a friend of mine afterwards, but he didn't know that we were friends. And. Um, only for, like, it was, it was a friend that, you know, I'd see maybe once or twice a year kind okay, of situation. Yeah, yeah. We'd been childhood friends. Yeah. And we bumped into each other on a night out. And he was like, oh my God, I just dated this guy. And he was like, it took me ages to cop it, but he was constantly going on about an ex. And it, he was like, oh. it was you. And oh my, like, God. my God. We've only, we only split up about like 
six months prior to that, he was yeah. like, yeah, I had to end it because I was just like this man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 God, for play. Well, I remember being rejected in school because I wrote down <laughs> on a piece of paper going, school? will you go out with me? Mark the box, yes or no? She marked it no. <gasps> That's why I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> At least she filled your box in. <laughs> Can you be friends with an ex after breaking up? No. Actually, no, saying that now, I, I would be friends with my last guy. Yeah. Because that was like, there was nothing bad happened no. there. Like, it just wasn't the right fit or right time. Yeah. Um, and he just needed his own little time. Yeah. And I needed to run away. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I could, I could actually see myself with yeah. that. But... That was a very short-term thing. Of course. You know? Yeah. I think that's all okay. But if you've been going out with someone for three like three years, years yeah. or something, and then it, you know, the breakup is bad, I think it is nice just to kind of part ways. It's, because it's a healing process as well. Yeah. yeah. I but always it, think... it takes something special. Mm, because yeah. again, you don't want to collect. Yeah. Yes. No. I think, like like you said, Quailon, for those really deep-rooted feelings to kind of come into things, it needs yeah. time. And that's where, like, the passion and then it turns into anger and frustration. And that's where you have the fights and... I'm an Aries, so like with me and that last ex, oh my god, the one that turned up at my door. Oh like my god! Oh yeah, I was like, huh? I no, the know. fights we used to have. Like I, oh my god, god, it was mental. Like never physical, god, no, no, but it was just like you chucking plates. I would get so angry so quickly, and I would just know what button to press, and I'd be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like I would just like fire would come out. Yeah, oh my god, no, I would never argue. Oh like, god, no. yeah, yeah, no, I was I cut them with my words, but very. Harshly. That's what he always said. He oh was like, yeah, I'd go for the joke. Yeah. yeah, he was just like, you always just go for the deep one. You just, you're never like, you're just right in there. Oh my god. Oh. Oh. You just haven't seen me angry yet. No, I don't. And I have seen you angry. Oh, I turned to my dad. <laughs> yeah, he's scary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I think the ordeal of that then is breakups in general, aren't they? They are an ordeal. They really are. They can be lovely and they can be, you know, like a nice peaceful. Breakup is never lovely. No, no it can be peaceful. Lovely. Maybe is the right word. Maybe nice and peaceful. Yeah, it can be, mute, it can mutual. be mutual. It can be respectful. Respectful, you know? yeah. Sometimes yeah. they can't be. Okay, so with it being June and it being Pride Month, I thought that Yay. it would be good to talk about Pride. And happy Pride! Can we get a cheers? Can we get a oh clink, clink? Can clink. we get a little Happy Pride Month, ladies, gents, boys, and girls, everyone in between? Love you lots. Yay! So, um, this. Pride marks the 30th anniversary since decriminalisation of homosexuality in Ireland. Way. Yeah. It's 50 years since the formation of the sexual liberation movement, which was Dublin's first official LGBTQ AI plus group. Way. And this year's Pride marks 40 years since Dublin's first Pride March to mark the death of Declan Flynn, who was killed in a homophobic attack. Mm-hmm. Boo. So, yeah. Um, but like lots of big milestones this year so you know it's a it's a really big year for Ireland in terms of mm. you know how far we've come um obviously there's still a long way to go but question yeah the 40 years and the, the, the first march is that like what we would call pride, pride parade now yeah so yeah 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 now the march it was more of like a, a political liberation. yeah yeah political thing yeah um, fair now it's obviously a solid more of like a celebration yeah. of how far we are it's you know to everyone coming together yeah it's a sign it's, it's so that we're visible to people you know mm-hmm. across yeah. the whole country all the little boys and girls all the little they thems out there and um, that maybe don't see it in their own home oh. little they thems um, yeah <laughs> um and Cute. i 
Um, while I was looking up all of this, I did um, want to give a shout out. There is a Dublin Pride shop that has opened on Duke Street, which is just off of Grafton Street if you're in Dublin. Uh, and it offers everything you could need from flags, T-shirts, badges and much more. Um, additionally, the shop also acts as a community space with a variety of events taking place there. Um, and it's even complete with a stage and plenty of space to sit and mingle. It opens from 10am to 6pm every day bar Sunday, where it opens 1pm to 5pm. Um, if you want more details of the events that they're putting on, you can visit theprideshop.ie for more details. Brilliant. Yeah, and I definitely want us to go and check that out. Yeah, And then we can let everyone know what it's like. Do they um, sell wine? <laughs> I don't know. Do they do um, blind dates? <laughs> I'll bring um, a box. Listen, I'll set you up with some of them when we're in there. Great. Yeah, and I'll have a box of wine. So it's okay, going to be a party. But yeah, just thinking of prides, I wanted to kind of ask you both, like, what does pride mean to you? Yeah. Um, like, can you remember your first pride um, or Ooh. any big memorable prides that you've been to? For Ooh. me personally, one of the um, best prides that I have been to was in 2019, I went to World Pride in New York. Oh my God. Was, yeah, it was also the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. Oh wow. So it was... Lit. wall to wall phenomenal like yeah. and we were we marched with the irish parade oh my yeah. god but it was great and um leo was there and matt ah. and um yeah we were all the, the cool cats yeah we got on the float it was brilliant it was really really good and you like, to pay for your own flights uh yeah yeah, oh. I, I wasn't there in, in like official <laughs> capacity. Oh, I was just, as a former Mister Frontland, so <laughs> anyone can walk in the parade then. <laughs> well, I had friends that knew people that had kind of organized that knew people oh, cool. that knew people so. in New York. Oh my god, the big yeah. gay ordeal float one yeah. day. <gasps> that would be so good. Be so cute. Love It would be a big uh, cloud, yeah, and we'd have our own little stages. Yeah, I will not be wearing a little diaper. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus Oh hell no No it's to be a sexy sash No one wants to see me In a sexy sash And a diaper No you can wear A chock diaper Because we're Oh I could wear one of those no, Oh yeah we're, we're cherubs, cherubs. <laughs> They're not diapers They're little towel things Yeah they're just little Togas oh, Togas oh, little, yeah. Okay, yeah Okay Maybe I'll I'll think of a Oh yeah Okay, okay. Oh creative juices are flowing yassif- You can yassify <laughs> it In your yes. head Yes <laughs> Yassification <laughs> Oh yeah I love it um, but yeah, that was definitely one of the best prides. Also, obviously, I was in New York, so like it's it so was cool. lit, and you're going yeah. from bar to club to the after party to the bar to the, <laughs> to the club <laughs> to the metro <laughs> to another one. Let's go. Hello. Um, and you're just having the absolute time of your life. So yeah, yeah that was fantastic. Um, shout out to my to my friend Caroline Caroline Donnelly who Wee. was living there at the time. Oh God, cool. um, you know who I was able to stay with. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Nice. Um, went to a few prides there with Caroline. Fun. Uh, fantastic. She was absolute best host. The hostess with the most. Cute. Oh, I've nice actually one. never done that many prides. I did. I maybe do one in Belfast, what? which I went back for. I think. Yeah. I was always working. Oh. It was really annoying. And then when I moved to That's London. Very I know, it really is. They're never going to be the fucking day off. Yeah, I was the same because I worked yeah. in retail and I didn't actually even really know what Pride was. Like, mm. I was like, meh. Because I never really had any gay friends either, you know, so it was either just sucking boys around the corner or else <laughs> just like doing movie I nights. I had gay friends. Pride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I was the same. Well, even if I didn't know, actually, I was going out Pride with like just normal friends. 
Yeah. Normal. Normal, <laughs> normal people out there. <laughs> Nothing normal about them. Yeah. <laughs> Boring. You, you met them, so yeah. Sexuals. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I did one in London, and that was actually really fun. I met up with one or two gay guys that I maybe... I'd slap with, let's just say. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> From Belfast, and um, they took me out, and we went to XXL in London, and it was crazy. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Um, and that was it. Was I did I, was I there for San Fran? I think I was there for San Fran when I was crew. Oh no, that was the Falsam. Oh, that was Falsam Festival. Fals- that was something yeah. else. Yeah. No, so just just the two. Nice. Just the two. Have Don't I done you, Dublin Pride? Did? No, you were away last year. I was away. So I'm always booked. In your busy. 30 years, you've done two Prides. Two or three Prides, I think. Yeah, it's actually I quite, quite disgraceful. It's terrible. Yeah. It's disgraceful. I support the cause by getting on my knees. Have you seen my knees? <laughs> They're an absolute mess. Absolute mess. I do. What you, know. you do, there's nothing to be proud of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're bringing the community down. <laughs> Whatever I'm you bringing slurp. myself down. <laughs> Um, I thought Brighton Pride I've been twice It was probably my favourite It is lit And the atmosphere is great And Like the businesses Everyone goes to Brighton Pride It's not Mm. just like Your typical LGBT people Around the area But like it is I just It's so much fun I saw Cotty Minogue there Like they do it Like they have another park there I think it's called Preston Park And Like it's 30,000 people Go like see the gig And you can just see That there's so much Charities within it as well Making so much money That it's not just like A a money grabbing thing At the same time Um You'll see at all the bars, you'll see at like the the bar tents and stuff that like just proceeds going absolutely left, right and centre to all the yeah. um, amazing charities that are in need of it. Um, that was really good. Always went to London Pride every year that I was in London. And I've been to Dublin Pride maybe twice. And, and when it. you lived in Wexford, did you go to Wexford Pride? I don't think it existed then. Because uh, they have one now. Yeah, they do. It was last week or the week before and there was a few lads on my Instagram. It looked unreal. No, it was probably just the weather, to be fair. Wexford but looked, Pride? Yeah. I think it's very small. It still looks a lot like of... in just a little park. It looked like a lot of crack still. Did they not invite you? <laughs> they should now, actually. Yeah. Shout Go out to them. So, no, I'll probably say growing up, when I was there, there probably wasn't any. The first Prides that I went to in Dublin, that you, the, the, it used to end up... Do you know where the Dublin City Council... Yes, I've um, heard a few buildings. drag queens going mad about the route that it has to do now. Yeah, because it used to end there and there's a little park and there was a kind of little Cute. stage area. And that was when Dublin Pride was a lot smaller, you know, mm. before the referendum. Like, yeah. after the referendum, it just grew legs. Yeah. And now, now I feel like Pride is more of like an equality... Message, you know, um, which you know, I don't hate. Um, I think it's still doing the same job, but Mm. and it's great because we we bring everyone to it, all the allies go to it. There's so many families at it now, yeah, you know, it's becoming what it needs to To be. be. But I still kind of think back and you know, remember before it was that big and got all really the gay community, yeah, and it wasn't like the bars were busy, like Mm -hmm. really busy, but. You could still get in. Yeah. And you'd see, you know. There's no tickets. Yeah, it's a bit of a palaver. You'd see, you know, all these people that you didn't see for like the whole year. And you'd be like, yeah. oh my God, how are you doing? Yeah. And still gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's like a mini St. Patty's sort of New Year's vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Next to St. Patrick's Day, it's the biggest festival in Ireland. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. I kind of um, love that. <laughs> you mentioned the word ally there. Yeah. And I actually think this year of all years, like for a while now, I think they need to really step it up. Yeah. I think 
there's allies for a day like Pride and it's great crack and it's all yeah. fun. Yeah. Then there's allies then that kind of go, God, isn't that desperate now reading things on the news? And then there's allies that are really needed that do things about it, that yeah. speak about it, that stand up for people. Yeah. And I think Pride is a good one for them to remember that they are part of the community by mm-hmm. being an ally yeah. and not just someone that is respectful or yeah. kind of goes, sure, it doesn't bother me, crack on. I think there needs to be more about it. Yeah. Um, and I've heard uh, numerous people mentioning this. And uh, yeah, I just think there has to be a bit of a difference going on now with the allies. I think what I would love to encourage is just for more people to come and see it. Because mm-hmm. I think, you know, when maybe people, I'll come. <laughs> when people come and see Get it, knees, when, then. when they bring their family <laughs> and their friends, yeah. you know, it demystifies it for them yeah you know it lets them into our world and yeah, lets them see that yeah. you know it's not scary it's not unsafe yeah. we're just like everyone else you know <laughs> and you know even if you can't make it to a parade um you know talk to someone about it if you're an ally yeah, yeah. advocate sure. for us if do the simple parent, things do yeah. the simple yeah. things if you're like, a parent speak to your children mm. Um, I think that that is really so important. You know, where the groundwork can yeah. be done. We talked about that before, didn't we? It starts at home. Yeah. Before you can get to school, like, mm-hmm. teach them when they're kids, when yeah. they're babies, little bambinos. Yeah. They now, soak all up. You one know? thing that I find is gas about the parade, right? Is like I just always think about London. I'm always like, oh, here they come. You'd be watching the parade, right? And you'd have like the the rugby team and the soccer team and the taekwondo team, and then all of a sudden, then you'd have. The letter dogs. And they're all like <laughs> men on leashes and stuff like walking. And I'm like, oh, it's a fetish club. And I was like, that's kind of gas. But also like you're encouraging kids to all come around. And all of a sudden then you just have like this arsehole out. And it's like all leathered up. And I'm like, fair play to you. Like, do you, yeah. like go for it. There's a little balance. But um, <laughs> it's, it, I think it's so funny like how they're just always randomly put in in between like little clubs. It's and it's sex, like right. sex positivity. But yeah. yeah. And we're so <laughs> far behind in terms of that oh, in Ireland. Geez. Like, you know, for, if you were one of the Scandinavian countries or something where they're yeah. so, or Open. even Germany where they're so comfortable with their bodies and nudity yeah. and stuff and it's just like whatever, you know, we're the opposite in Prudish. Catholic shame Ireland where it's like, oh <laughs> Jesus, your nipple just came out. Oh, I can't even look at you. <laughs> but yeah, um, there is no deal or ordeal um, to present about my topic. Just wanted to let everyone know that it's pride, encourage all the allies to get out there yes. and just hope that everyone has an amazing time oh. and remembers that the work is never fully done. Nope. Um, you know, until everyone is fully equal. Um, but yeah, let's celebrate how far we've come and have an absolutely amazing time. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Thank you so much, guys, for the 10 episodes. It's been amazing. We're going to wrap up now. Yep, uh, 10 episodes. That is our full season done. My God, season one. I can't believe it's been 10 episodes. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing. Do more of that. Following, posting, reposting. Do more. More, Messaging. Yeah. Like if you tell one person about the podcast, that's going to be one more listen each time. So everyone spread the word. We know we got listeners out there, but we we want to see more shares and likes. And we have some merchandise coming. If you're interested, it's going to be coming soon and if you don't like and share it is considered homophobic and it is it is pride month it so be charitable homophobic yeah. just putting that out there follow the big gear deal on instagram and email the big gear deal at gmail.com we're here to help no ordeal is too big or too small 
I've been Quellen Kelly with James McCrudden and Sean Dillon. And you've been listening to The, the Big Gay Ordeal! Ordeal. Yeah. So we always use our hands, but we're all like... Oh, yeah.